Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. Hope you all enjoying your day, and if not, well, maybe this podcast can change your mind. Who knows? Well, seeing the subject matter, <laughs> it might not. So, we remember ECW is the third brand that did not deliver, eh? 2006, 2010. Total nightmare But this brand was never really felt like it was treated as an actual third brand. Instead, it's just more of a C show. You know, like superstars, main events, stuff like that. But they did have one prominent thing, and that was the only thing they had really going on that was consistent in there. And that was the presence of the ECW Championship. However, the booking and the history of the championship under the third brand is a little bit sketchy so we're going to discuss that today for this episode and i'm going to quickly clarify i'm not going to discuss the time that the ecw championship was on television back in 2000 just as the third brand's championship some little statistical facts and here in some stuff along the way so let us begin shall we so remember when i say in 2006 ecw was reborn and the rule was between sabu and robin and whoever walked out as world champion with Sabu going for the World Heavyweight title against Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam, who was cashing in his Money in the Bank contract against John Cena for the WWE Championship, whoever walked out of the pay-per-view as world champion would be decreed as the unofficial slash undisputed ECW champion upon the relaunch of the brand. And of course, even though Sabu and Rey Mysterio had a great match and no contest, instead, Rob Van Dam walked out as WWE champion in the main event against John Cena, thanks to interference from Edge. So on the June 13, 2006 edition of ECW, Rob Van Dam was handed the ECW Championship. But there was a few things to note about this belt. First of all, it had those little studs on the inside of it because it was actually a replica belt rather than an official one. And also when you look at some the, some of the designs would change a little bit compared to the following week. One of the main things that I noted was that the ECW logo on the original belt was in a purple font. But the following week, it was changed to a red font. And there were some other little changes there as well. RVD's reign sadly would only last 21 days as he would drop the championship on the July 4th, 2006 edition of ECW to the Big Show, who had defected to the brand of the month prior and caused a whole screw job finish where Robin Dan was defending the title against Big Show. Paul Heyman counted the pin. One, two, purposely stopped the count. Big Show attacked Rob Van Dam. Chokeslam on the chair. New champion. Big Show becoming the only man, I believe, yeah, the only man to have ever been WWF slash WWE, WCW, and ECW champion throughout their career. And, of course, we all remember the quote-unquote celebration where the fans were littering the ring with trash. Very official, or efficient. This whole title reign ended up going for 152 days, but one of the most notable things about the beginning of the title reign for, like, the first month is that, well, one to two months, is that a lot of the matches that Big Show was having were against non-ECW-branded talent, like Ric Flair, The Undertaker, Kane, DX, and most infamously, Batista on the August 1st, 2006 edition of ECW in the Hammerstein Ballroom, where the crowd completely rejected the match. And as of recording, they have not been to the Hammerstein Ballroom since then. They may have by the time this episode comes out, but at the time of the recording, they have not done a show in the Hammerstein Ballroom since then. Especially when you had a chance to like, change the channel, and this match sucks, and so on and so forth. After 152 days at the December to December 2006 pay-per-view, Bobby Lashley would dethrone the Big Show in the Extreme Elimination Chamber match with champion Big Show. It fell challengers Robin Am, CM Punk, Hardcore Holly, and Tess. Hardcore Holly, of course, substituting for Sabu. So Bobby Lashley would become ECW champion. Crowd wasn't really feeling it. I mean, it kind of felt a little bit rushed. This title would end up lasting 147 days until 
Everybody agrees that they became a big dark point at Backlash 2007 when Vince McMahon became ECW champion in a 3-1 handicap match with Umaga and Shane at Backlash 2007 pay-per-view. Vince getting the pin on Bobby Lashley, therefore becoming the brand new ECW champion. The only good thing was, hey, we got Durag McMahon. Peace out, Holmes. Now, this set around ended up lasting 35 days, and a lot of people credit this as being more of the jump-in-the-shark moment of sorts with ECW. But then again, ECW as a third brand never really had a high point to begin with. But then at the One Night Stand pay-per-view in 2007, Bobby Lashley would regain the championship in a one-on-one street fight against Vince despite having the odds stacked against him with Shane and Umaga also getting involved in the match. However, this reign will only last eight days. As on the July 11, 2007 edition of Raw, on the draft, Bobby Lashley would be stripped of the ECW championship due to him being drafted to Raw. Now, this is going to be a little bit controversial due to a later entry, but there's also one thing to note is that Bobby Lashley was the first ever two-time ECW champion out of about two people, I believe. So, for the first time now, after only a year, less than a year after the championship even debuted at, for the brand, the championship was now vacant. So it was then decided at the Vengeance Night of Champions pay-per-view, we would see a tournament final match between CM Punk and it was supposed to be against Chris Benoit to determine the new ECW champion. However, the Benoit tragedy happened and Benoit was substituted at the pay-per-view by Johnny Nitro, who would be gone, go on to win the ECW championship. Now, there are a few new things to note about this reign. First of all, it lasted 69 days, giggity. Second of all, on the July 17, 2007, 2007 edition of ECW, Johnny Nitro would go undergo a character change and become John Morrison, arguably a move that helped save his career and helped revitalize him. But also during this title reign, starting on the August 7, 2007 edition of ECW, the championship went from being referred to, at least in the name bracket form, of being from ECW World Championship to just the ECW Championship. After 69 days on the on the September 4, 2007 edition of ECW, CM Punk would defeat John Morrison in a last chance match to become the brand new ECW champion after a couple months of chasing the belt. Now, of course, CM Punk's reign would end up being one of the longest as well, 143 days before dropping it to Chavo Guerrero on the, on the January 22, 2008 edition of ECW in a notice qualification match thanks to interference by Edge. I believe Chavo Guerrero at this point was part of the SmackDown brand, so SmackDown contracted wrestler being on ECW and winning the ECW championship was a bit of a turn there. This title reign, however, will last only 68 days, as this next reign, well, and also this upcoming title change, would be historic as well, as Kane would win the championship from Chavo Guerrero at WrestleMania 24. Now, Kane became number one contender in a dark match slash battle royal before the pay-per-view to determine would face Chavo Guerrero at the pay-per-view for the ECW Championship and would win in a squash match. And big note here, this is the only time in the history of the ECW Championship where it was defended at WrestleMania, which is saying something when we see what happens the following year. Now, this title reign would end up going 91 days until Kane would drop the championship to Mark Henry in a triple threat match at the United Champions pay-per-view with the Big Show as well. And originally it was supposed to be just Kane and the Big Show. And one other thing to note about the Night of Champions pay-per-view as well, if you look at the belt banners, they simply took the Cruiserweight Championship and painted over with ECW logo and lettering and everything like that. So, yeah, it shows they weren't prepared for all this. So Mark Henry would become the new ECW Champion in the Triple Threat, and a little thing that happened about a month later, as on the July 22nd, 2008 edition of ECW, 
Mark Henry would present it the with the brand new ECW Championship belt with platinum with uh, platinum center plate and side plates on the side. Siren ended up lasting only 70 days as at the Unforgiving 2008 pay-per-view, Matt Hardy would become the new ECW champion in the first ever ECW Championship Scramble. Matt Hardy would become, and the whole point of the Championship Scramble is you start with two men, new participant would come every five minutes, and I think, believe it's about five minutes after the last participant is in would be for a whole time limit up to about 30 minutes. Whoever got the final decision by the end of the time limit would be the official champion. So that's how my Hardy would become the champion. This highway would last 127 days until he dropped it to Jack Swagger on the January 13, 2009 edition of ECW. Jack Swagger, who was ECW champion, did not even make an appearance on the main roster or even for the main card of WrestleMania or even defend the championship as he was a lumberjack in the dark match for the tag team championships as Primo and Carlito had their world tag team championships on the line against the WWE tag team champions who had their belts on the line, Miz and John Morrison. So instead of the ECW champion being on the main card or even defending his championship, he was a lumberjack in the dark match before the pay-per-view. Jack Swagger's reign would last 104 days until he dropped it to Christian at the Backlash 2009 pay-per-view. Christian's reign would end up only slightly lasting 42 days until he dropped it to Tommy Dreamer in a triple threat that also included Jack Swagger at the Extreme Rules 2009 pay-per-view, thus making Tommy Dreamer the only man to hold the ECW championship when he was in the original promotion and this revival under the ECW banner for the brand. Towering the last 49 days until he dropped to Christian at the United Champions pay-per-view 2009, Christian's reign would end up for this one makes him a two-time ECW champion, the second and only other man to do so, and would end up having the longest reign with the belt for this reign with 205 days. Until he dropped it on the very last episode of ECW, February 16, 2010, when he dropped in Extreme Rules in the main event of the final episode to Ezekiel Jackson. And right after this, the ECW Championship would end up being permanent would end up being permanently retired following this pay-per-view due to the discontinuation of the third brand and be replaced by NXT. So 16 title reigns, one vacancy, a couple title belt design changes, and other factoids as well. Overall, I think we can all agree that things got iffy with the ECW Championship very quickly. RBD having to drop the belt due to legal issues, Big Show not really facing that many challengers from the same brand because they relied on other people, Vince McMahon becoming champion was a dark spot, the belt no longer being referred to as the World Championship about a year, a little over a year in. You had squash matches, one only one WrestleMania defense, two men only have been becoming two-time champions. A couple times where SmackDown superstars were holding the ECW Championship, belt kind of switching around, like between brands. It, it, it really did not feel like it was the same ECW very quickly, and the belt just really... It could have been a little bit better, but you couldn't really expect much from a brand that was just treated as the C-Show, to be quite honest. So that, ladies and gentlemen, encompasses the entire run of the ECW Championship as the third brand from WWE from two, June 2006 until February 2010. Let me know what you all thought in the comment section below of the ECW Championship. Any memories you may have of the belts? Please let me know in the comment section below. If you all enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, comment, subscribe with that bell turned on so you're notified of future uploads as long as YouTube tells you. And I will catch you all next time. Thanks for listening slash watching everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out. Have a good day, everybody.
Peace.